Hello! Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called Jasper's Shell, an original story co-written by myself and Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Milo and Julian Zeger Guerra and their family in the Republic of Georgia, Felix, Elliot, and Sam and their family in Denver, Cormac and his family, Jake and his family in Austin, and Ellie and Wesley from Arlington, Massachusetts. Thank you so much, Wesley, Ellie, Jake, Cormac, Sam, Elliot, Felix, Julian, and Milo. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and receive a thank you in a future episode, please head to patreon.com stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. For as little as $1 per month, our Patreon subscribers also gain access to a special commercial-free feed with all of our past episodes on it. The feed works with any podcast player, and you can email us if you need help setting it up. Thanks! Enjoy the episode! Jasper's Shell Once upon a time, in a wishy-washy tide pool by the sea, there lived a hermit crab named Jasper, who was outgrowing his shell. Hermit crabs are very strange creatures who don't grow their own shells to live in, like a snail or a turtle. They have to find one to move into. When they grow and get bigger, they have to find new shells to live in, just like how people have to buy new shoes when their feet get bigger. To hermit crabs, shells are life. Imagine if your clothes and shoes and house and backpack were all the same thing. That's what a shell means to a hermit crab. Jasper had a really nice shell. It was spiral-shaped and coral-colored, and he'd had it for as long as he could remember. He used to feel like his shell was huge. He could curl up in it and hardly even see the ocean outside. Inside, he felt safe and warm and quiet, and when Jasper was smaller, he would spend hours hidden deep in his cozy shell, singing out loud to himself and making up stories and poems. Now, though, Jasper's long legs spilled out the front of his shell, and he could hardly tuck his head inside. He couldn't roll around and dance inside like he used to, and it was very hard for him to find a comfortable position to sleep in. It was going to be time to find a bigger one soon. Most of the time, Jasper could be found with his hermit crab friends, Davy, Katie, and Brock, and they were starting to outgrow their shells, too. They would scuttle and float about in the gentle surf. They would nibble bits of seaweed and driftwood with their pinchers and mouths and little feeding arms. And most of all, they would talk about shells. New shells, old shells, what shells their parents had and what shells they wanted now that they were getting bigger. They dreamed of shells in every shape and size and color. They had all always looked forward to the day when they would leave their childhood shells behind and find something bigger, something new and shiny and bright. But now that that day was coming closer, Jasper was realizing that he wasn't really that excited about finding a bigger shell. Actually, if he was being honest, he was feeling really nervous. He loved his spiral-shaped, coral-colored, too-small shell. He wasn't sure he was ready to look for something new. But his friends didn't seem nervous at all. They seemed really excited. I think I want, like, a really big shell with spikes on it said Davy. Maybe like silver or gray or black. That would be really cool, but definitely really big because I'm going to get super big and strong when I'm a grown-up. 
Davy got a faraway look in his eyes as he pictured his future self, all muscly and spiked. I'm pretty sure that won't be very efficient. It sounds very clunky, said Katie. I definitely want something sleek and aerodynamic. That will really make the most sense in the long run, you know. It won't be cumbersome. I'll be able to travel quickly and easily without getting too tired. It's really the smartest choice. Katie pulled out her notebook and started calculating how quickly she could get from point A to point B if her shell was X amount of inches tall and Y ounces heavy. I don't really know what size or shape my shell should be, but I definitely want it to be colorful, said Brock excitedly. Yellow is definitely my number one choice, but I would really like orange, too. Red would also be good, or green, or blue, or purple, or indigo, or striped, or plaid, or polka-dotted. Brock trailed off with a big smile on his face as he imagined all the possible colors and patterns and shapes his new shell could be. Davy and Katie and Brock looked expectantly at Jasper. What do you want your shell to be like, man? asked Davy. You'll probably want to look tough. But you also need to choose something practical, said Katie. And fun, added Brock. I don't really know yet, said Jasper. Um, I guess I'll know it when I see it. It'll be fine. I'll just let my shell come to me, you know? The, uh, universe will provide, right? Jasper did his best to sound casual, but inside he was feeling very anxious. shell is an important tool. I know that as well. A shell can be cool. But when I try to imagine a new shell for me, I close my eyes. I don't know what I see. A shell should be pretty, a shell should be tough. A shell should be practical, but that's not enough. A shell should be home, a place you feel strong. I think that a brand new shell might be wrong. I wish I could keep this one my whole life long. My shell is pretty and my shell is tough. My shell is practical and that is enough, but my shell is my home, safe above all. If only my shell wasn't getting too small, I wish I'd stop growing once and for all. Jasper knew he wouldn't stop growing, but he figured that he had plenty of time before he really needed to start looking for a new shell. He decided to put the whole thing out of his mind for now. But that didn't work for long. Davy moved into his new shell the very next day. He was the biggest of them all, and his new shell was big, too. It was black and shiny, covered in jagged points and sharp little barnacles. Check out this bad boy of a shell! I found it yesterday, and it's perfect, he said, flexing his muscles. Now no one will mess with me. Got the spikes in the back, and I got the big snips in the front. He snapped his claws in the air. 
As he scuttled, the barnacles attached to his shell all cried out, Whee! Hermit crabs don't move particularly fast, but it was pretty fast for a barnacle. Katie, Brock, and Jasper admired Davy's new shell. I suppose it will be useful to have those spikes on the shell, Davy. They will act as a deterrent for predators, said Katie. Smart choice. Look at how shiny it is, Brock said as he circled Davy's new shell. And now you have all these new friends! Brock began to exchange pleasantries with the barnacles on Davy's new shell. It's really nice, Davy. I'm really happy for you, said Jasper quietly. And he really did think that. Davy's shell was exactly perfect for him. But even though Jasper was happy for his friend, he was also something else. He had already been feeling nervous about finding a new shell and leaving his old one behind, but he thought he had more time. If Davy had already found his new, grown-up shell, that must mean that Jasper had better start looking. He didn't want to be the only one still in his baby shell, and it was starting to get pretty uncomfortable. He still loved it so much, though. Davy, do you miss your old shell at all? Jasper asked. No way! Do you see how cool the shell is? It's the shell I was always meant to have. Later that day, Jasper decided that he should start looking for a new shell. Davy's super happy with his new shell, Jasper thought to himself. He says it's the shell he was always meant to have. I can't stay in this shell forever, so I should just go find a new one. I'll do it right now. Hermit crabs can't just go to a shell store and buy a new shell. They have to go out and look for shells that have been abandoned by other hermit crabs or snails or clams or other animals with shells. Sometimes it's easy to find a shell, and sometimes it's not. Jasper decided that he'd start his search in his very own wishy-washy tide pool on the side nearest to the ocean. He figured there would be more shells on that side since the waves would bring them in from the sea. Jasper began scuttling along, and it wasn't long before he came across a giant conch shell. It was striped orange and pink, and it was so big it towered over Jasper. It seems like a nice enough shell. Jasper thought to himself. I don't like it as much as my spiral-shaped, coral-colored, too-small shell, but I probably won't like any shell that much. This one is fine, I guess. I should just do it. Then he realized, if someone is still living inside, he wouldn't be able to move in. Hello? He called into the shell, half-hoping for a response. He waited for an answer, but all he heard was his own voice echoing back. Hello? 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 It was empty. Reluctantly, Jasper crawled out of his old shell and placed it carefully behind a big rock, just in case this new shell didn't work out. Jasper took a deep breath and stepped carefully into the conch. It was big. Too big, really. He could almost get lost inside of it. Jasper looked around and thought to himself, This is so big I think I could fit my old shell in here with me. Let me go get it. He poked out his little head and claws and dragged himself over to the rock that he'd hidden his shell behind. It was hard work. The conch was so big that he could barely move it at all. Still, it was worth it if he could fit his spiral-shaped coral-colored shell in this new big one. Jasper was just about to crawl out and retrieve his old shell when he heard human voices coming across the beach. Just in case, he folded himself up and hid inside his new home. Hey, look, a conch, one of them said to the other. Jasper got a sinking feeling in his stomach. Blow in it. 
I heard they're like horns. You blowing it. I don't want fish lips. No, no, please don't, Jasper all but screamed out loud. Fine, I will. Jasper felt himself being lifted way, way, way into the air. Then came the wind, a great howling rush of it that echoed through his shell with a honk sound. Jasper clung to the shell with both claws, but the wind was too strong. He was shot out of the conch like a spitball through a straw and went sailing through the air. Ah! He cried and landed with a splash back in the tide pool. He dragged himself out of the water, wiping the salt from his antenna, relieved to see that no one had been around to witness this very embarrassing shell failure. He looked up and saw his old shell, right where he'd left it behind the big rock. He scuttled quickly inside and sighed with relief. I never want to leave here again, said Jasper out loud. But even though he was glad to be back in his old shell, he couldn't help but notice that it had been a little harder to fit back inside than it used to be. More and more of him poured out of the front opening, and he couldn't tuck his head in at all anymore. Still, this shell was home, and Jasper wasn't ready to move on yet. My head doesn't need to fit inside, he said. I'll just get a hat. This shell is where I belong. Katie was the next to find her forever shell. She wasn't show-offy like Davy had been. She just showed up in her new sleek white shell one day and didn't say anything about it. When Brock pointed it out admiringly, Katie matter-of-factly said, Well, I saw it yesterday and it met all the criteria I'd come up with for a new shell. It's light and streamlined, but there's plenty of room inside for me to sleep and store all my notebooks and pencils, plus my protractor and yardstick. It just made sense to move. It's pretty nice, Katie, said Davy. It looks pretty strong, like it would be hard to crush. Good pick. The barnacles on his shell chorused their approval as well. Ah! It's so soft, Brock said as he ran his cheek along its smooth surface. It's not that colorful, but it just feels so good. Katie looked vaguely annoyed as Brock continued to stroke her shell, but it was also pretty obvious that she was proud of her choice and kind of liked the attention. It's a good shell, Katie. Congratulations, said Jasper quietly. He was having that same queasy feeling he'd had when Davy had found his new shell. He was truly happy for Katie, but he couldn't help but feel like this meant that he had less time with his old shell than he thought. Do you miss your old shell at all? Jasper asked Katie. No, said Katie. I was running out of room in there. It was time to move on. I'm happy with this shell. It's very practical. Later on, Jasper was wandering alone in the wishy-washy tide pool, worrying about finding a new shell. I just have to do it, like Katie said. It's just time. He felt a pang of sadness as he imagined leaving his trusty old shell behind, but tried to just push it aside. Today's the day. I will not be the last one left in their baby shell. Jasper went back to hunting for a new shell. This time he chose the side of the tide pool closest to the land. Walking along the golden strand of beach, he found a few empty ones, but they were all too small. He was scuttling along, looking all over, when a bright neon green shell rolled suddenly up to him. It was so colorful, and it seemed to be just the right size. Brock would love this one, Jasper said, chuckling about how excited Brock was about finding the most colorful shell possible. 
There was only a small hole in this strange green shell, but Jasper's claws quickly made it wider. The material was fuzzy outside and rubbery inside and seemed secure. It seems like a nice enough shell, Jasper thought to himself. I don't like it as much as my spiral-shaped coral-colored too-small shell, but I probably won't like any shell that much. This one is fine, I guess. I should just do it. He sighed a deep sigh, carefully slid out of his old shell, and again stowed it behind a nearby rock, just in case. Then Jasper crawled inside the fuzzy green shell. He was spinning around in it, trying to get comfortable in this strange spherical shell, when a big shaggy dog came pounding down the beach and picked up his new home in its mouth. Jasper tucked himself inside just in time for the dog to turn and run back down the beach. Good girl, give me the ball, girl. Jasper's stomach dropped. It wasn't a shell after all. It was a tennis ball that this dog had just fetched for its owner. Jasper felt himself and the ball drop to the beach and then get picked up again. A second later, he was flying through the air. The ball spun end over end, and though Jasper did his best to hang on, he went flying out and soaring shellless through the air. Wah! He cried and landed with a splash back in the tide pool. He dragged himself out of the water, wiping the salt from his antenna, relieved to see that no one had been around to witness his second very embarrassing shell failure. He looked up and saw his old shell, right where he'd left it behind the big rock. He scuttled quickly inside and sighed with relief. I never want to leave here again, said Jasper out loud. But even though he was glad to be back in his old shell, he couldn't help but notice that it had been a little harder to fit back inside than it had been the last time. Now, when Jasper tried to take a deep breath, he could feel his shell squeezing him tightly all around. Still, this shell was home, and Jasper wasn't ready to move on yet. I don't need to take deep breaths anyway, he said. You get the same amount of air if you take a lot of little breaths instead of a few deep ones, so I'll just do that. This shell is where I belong. The very next day, Brock arrived in a new shell. It was bright yellow and sort of tube-shaped and had faint pinkish and orange edges. There was also a bright green patch of algae on one side that Brock was evidently very proud of. Do you see? It has four colors and a cool pattern, and I love it so much! He called out for everyone to hear. He could hardly sit still and danced around Davy and Katie and Jasper while they admired his new shell. Whoa, the way the yellow and the orange fade together kind of makes it look like it's on fire, Davy said. Way cool, dude. Good choice. That shape is very interesting, said Katie. I think it will reduce drag and make it easier for you to travel quickly. Very practical, Brock. It's a great shell, Brock. Good job, said Jasper with a smile. But he could feel his cheeks burning with shame. Just as he'd feared, he was the last one left without a new shell. Everyone must think I'm such a baby, he thought, but he didn't say it out loud. Instead, he said, Do you miss your old shell, Brock? But Brock must not have heard him, because he didn't answer. He was too busy dancing around the tide pool, telling everyone who would listen how much he loved his new, colorful shell. Later that day, Jasper decided that he needed to do it. It was now or never. I'm going to get a new shell no matter what. Everyone else did it, so now I have to, too. 
He had that same bad, sad feeling in his stomach about leaving behind his beloved, spiral-shaped, coral-colored, too-small shell. But the memory of the shame he had felt that morning about being the last one in a baby shell had him determined to ignore it. Today is my day. Jasper searched with a new intensity. He found lots of shells that day, but some were too big, like the conch, and some were too small, even smaller than his spiral-shaped coral-colored one. One of the shells he found wasn't actually a shell. It was a soda can, and he noticed just in time. Don't want to make that mistake again, he said, thinking of how silly he felt when he realized he had tried to move into a tennis ball. Then he came upon one that seemed like it might work. It was definitely a shell, so that was good. And it wasn't too big, and it wasn't too small. It was also spiral-shaped, but a different kind of spiral. It was longer and thinner than his old one, and sort of a bluish purple, with a silvery inside. It was definitely a pretty shell, but was it as pretty as his old one? Jasper wasn't sure. What would Davy say? He wondered aloud, and realized that Davy would like it, because its pointy, spirally top would be good for ramming into predators. Katie would like it too, he realized, because she would say that its shape was aerodynamic. It was very practical. And Brock would like it for sure, because it was so, so pretty. Jasper liked it too, he realized. Is this my new shell? He said aloud to himself, somewhat incredulously, and considered the question for a minute or two more. The only way I'll know is if I try it out and see how I feel. So Jasper carefully crawled out of the old, coral-colored, spiral-shaped shell and stowed it gently behind a rock again. Then he made his way inside this new and different spiral shell. Its silvery interior was cool to the touch in a nice, inviting way, and the shell, he realized as he took a deep, unencumbered breath, was exactly the right size. He was starting to feel a little bit excited, but he was feeling something else, too. It was kind of a weird feeling. Was it sad, maybe? Or scared? A little bit of everything? Jasper thought about how much he had loved his old shell and suddenly felt very guilty at the idea of just abandoning it. I'm just not ready, he exclaimed out loud with a cry. I still want my old shell. And he jumped out of the new spiral-shaped bluish-purplish-silverish shell and scrambled over to the rock where he'd hidden the old one. He started to crawl inside, and then he realized he couldn't fit. He tried squeezing in a different way, but that didn't work. He tried holding his breath so that he was as small as possible, but that didn't work either. Jasper tried and tried and wriggled and squirmed, but no matter how hard he tried or how small he tried to make himself, he just could not get inside. No! He cried, sitting in front of the definitely too small shell. I'm not ready! I'm not ready! My shell was pretty, my shell was tough, my shell was practical, and that was enough. And my shell was my home, safe above all. If only my shell wasn't way, way too small. What if this new shell isn't homey at all? 
But it will be, Jasper. Jasper gasped when he realized he wasn't alone and ducked behind a growth of seaweed to hide his vulnerable, shellless body. It was Katie who had called out to Jasper. She was there with Davy and Brock. Jasper wondered how much they had seen. It will feel like home because you'll make it feel like home, Katie continued. It's weird at first, but you get used to it. What? said Jasper, still embarrassed about being caught between shells. But when I asked you guys, you said you didn't miss your old shells at all. Yeah, sorry about that, said Davy. I didn't want to say it because I just wanted to be excited about my new shell. Plus, I didn't want to offend the barnacles. Sorry, guys, Davy said. The barnacles murmured understandingly. He continued. It was hard to leave my old one behind. We had a lot of good times, you know, but it was just getting so small I had to upgrade. I loved my old shell, Brock chimed in. It was so nice and the brown stripes were really great when I was younger. I just knew that I needed one that was more colorful now that I've grown into being such a colorful crab. I'll always remember it fondly, though, he said with a wistful smile on his face. My old shell was a great home when I was still small enough to fit inside, said Katie. It had plenty of room for all my books, and it was light enough that I didn't run out of energy when I had to travel long distances. It was a wonderful, practical shell to grow up in. Why do we have to get new shells then? cried Jasper in a very frustrated voice. If we all love our shells, why do we have to get bigger? Why can't we just stay the same size forever? Davy, Katie, and Brock all looked at each other and shrugged. I don't know, man, said Davy, but I do really like being big. I like being colorful, said Brock. I like being economical and efficient, said Katie. And I like you too, Jasper, no matter what size you are or what shell you wear. Davy and Brock nodded in agreement. Jasper felt his eyes sting with tears. I really like this new shell I found. I just feel bad leaving my old one behind, Jasper said sadly. Well, hey, don't forget, said Brock excitedly. Your shell won't just, like, sit there collecting dust. Some other little hermit crab will find it and live in it. I saw a little guy in my old one the other day. It was pretty cool. Yeah, said Davy. There's a little hermit crab wearing my old one, too. It made me feel pretty good seeing someone else enjoying my old shell like I used to. Circle of life, bro. Jasper thought for a moment and looked at his beautiful, spiral-shaped, coral-colored, too-small shell. It had been his home for so long that he hadn't even thought of someone else living inside it. It was a nice thought, he realized. Okay, he called out suddenly. Everybody turn around for a second. Davy, Katie, and Brock all followed Jasper's direction and turned their backs towards him. Jasper emerged from behind the seaweed and scuttled over to his new shell. He crawled inside and settled in. Okay, you can look again he said. And Davy, Katie, and Brock all turned and admired his new shell. They said all the nice things he thought they'd say, and he found himself beaming with pride. Jasper liked his new shell. And sure enough, just like Katie said, over the next few weeks, it started to feel like home. 
Once again, he had enough room to curl up inside and sing and make up stories, and he could finally get a good night's sleep every night without having to toss and turn to find a comfortable position. Once Jasper moved in, he found he hardly thought of his spiral-shaped coral-colored shell anymore, until one day when he saw it again. It was on the back of a small crab scuttling in a group of her friends, all of them laughing and singing together. Jasper remembered all the good times he had had in that shell, and then thought about all the good times he'd had since he moved into his new shell, and smiled. My shell is pretty, my shell is tough, my shell is practical and that is enough. My shell is my home, safe above all. Home is where you make it, whether you're big or small. The End Today's story, Jasper's Shell, is an original story co-written by Daniel Hines and me, Amanda Weldon, with songs by us both. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and receive a thank you in a future episode, please head to patreon.com stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to Amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. Thanks for listening!